Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Let's talk about burnout and setting boundaries to help us avoid burnout as well as make some adjustments after we've burned out and we need to recover from it. If you're anything like me and you are a high achiever and you have a huge heart for helping other people and big goals, dreams, and ambitions, this is an episode that's really going to bless your life. I'm talking with Melissa Lynn. She is a previously successful chemical engineer turned multiple six-figure business coach, business owner, and podcast host. She has such an interesting story and she really talks about... um, Um, how and provides us with some practical boundaries we can set into place when we are pursuing our dreams and building our careers what it looks like to do that really well um, and to do that in a way that allows us to prioritize the things that matter most and the the needle movers not only in our businesses and our careers but also in our life um, and make sure we're not losing sight of what matters most and, and allowing ourselves to thrive because if we're constantly in go mode which can be really easy and we live in a world that's constantly telling us to do more be more go more all the things we really need to get out of that kind of hustle mentality it's not that hustle's bad all the time and I think sometimes we can feel like we either hear the message that hustle is the only way that only way to success or we hear that hustle is bad and we I actually have the approach of you need a little bit of both there's some seasons and some times that are going to call call for some more uh, dedication, some more hustle, some more, you know, grit, some more grind, like you're going to have to get in there. And sometimes it's a busier season. There's other seasons that are meant to be slower and meant to be more restful. But the goal here, and especially the goal of setting some healthy, regular boundaries is to make sure that even in those busier seasons, we're not letting it take over our most important relationships and our families. And we're not sacrificing what matters most at the altar of success or success in air quotes, meaning, you know, the new, the next achievement, the next level, the next revenue goal, whatever it looks like. So all that said, this is a great episode, super short, super practical, all about what it looks like to set some boundaries in terms of social media, in terms of calendars and time management and other things like that, phones, technology, all the things. I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Let's dive right into this one with Melissa Lynn. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey, Melissa, welcome to She. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be chatting today with you. I am as well. We, I was just talking to you about this off air, but we've chuckled about the fact that we've rescheduled this three or four times now. So <laughs> we know you're the queen of flexibility. So that's a great place to start. <laughs> definitely. But, definitely. Uh, I think we have a lot to get into today. But before we do, I would love if you can just share a little bit of your beginning. I love to hear people's story of how they started and what led them to where they are now. I think this is really healthy 
because we have women at all stages of our of their journey, um, mm-hmm. whether it's in their career or in their business, um, whether or not they're entrepreneurs. And I think sometimes we can look at where we're at in a journey and we can listen to a conversation with others or we can learn from others and feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so far behind or I feel so stuck. So <laughs> I always love to just get to get the lowdown on the beginning of the story. So maybe we should start there. Yes, I love getting into my story. My story is it's a very unique story to give you a little like eye opener to what's about to come your way, audience. I <laughs> was a chemical engineer and casual. now full time <laughs> casual, now full time business coach. So it's, when I, I get so many like look backs and like eye openers, like, wait, what? You do what? You were what? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't wait to get into this. I'm gonna dive right on in. So I grew up in a very traditional family, just very traditional way. I'm half Chinese and my grandparents when they came over from Hong Kong, they spoke no English. And I am not even kidding when I say this. Like I remember going to the grocery stores with them to help them check out and go to the gas stations with them. However, they did know these two words and I'm not kidding when I say this. They knew the words doctor and husband. Hmm. And for me, that's that was instilled in my head at such a young age hmm. that that's what success looks like and that's what you've got to do to make it and to make us happy mm-hmm. and so my parents instilled it in me of course I'm sure so many of you listening can probably relate to that um, and growing up that's what I did mm-hmm. so I went to school did the thing I tried the doctor route could not handle the blood ended up passing out in class hot mess express <laughs> not good <laughs> so my parents settled for engineer I was so great at math so great at science I was always above and beyond in my classwork I was going to you know community college for math when I was 11 years old 12 years old just like absolutely brilliant with math and science and it was a great route for me so mm-hmm. I did that got my degree, chemical engineering, got my real job, nine to five in the real world, turned into more of a five to five. And I was working insane hours, 12 hour days, 14 hour days. I was working weekends. I was being called in 24 seven, absolutely insane. I had made it on the outside. You know, my friends and family, they just congratulated me like, Melissa, you made it. Your life is good. You're set for life. And I'm in here thinking, I feel absolutely miserable. I just had so mm-hmm. many big dreams. I wanted to create a bigger impact in the world. I wanted to go travel the world six months out of the year, go live abroad for months at a time, fund charities, start my own charity at some point. And I could not do that. Like my dream bubble was getting bigger, bigger, bigger. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do anything about it while stuck in my nine to five. And so this was all happening about 2014, it feels like ages ago, but back in 2014, these feelings were starting to come up for me. And I was looking at like my bosses and my boss's bosses, because everyone always says, oh, you just got to push through till you've made it to your 30s, mm-hmm. then work is going to be easy. You just got to hustle these first few years. And my boss, I, I don't know, he was in his like 40s and then his boss's boss, like 50s or 60s, they were still the office when I was leaving. Mm-hmm. So I knew it wasn't going to be changing anytime soon. And this was back in 2014. And I was really into health and fitness at the time. I was doing bikini competitions, bodybuilding, how I had the time. I have no idea. No idea how I did this, but I did. I was a zombie maniac on a mission. And social media was starting to get started. Instagram, this is definitely pre-Instagram story days, mm-hmm. but it was a little easier to you know get your following started back then. And mm-hmm. people were starting to reach out to me. 
hey, Melissa, like you look amazing. How are you doing this? Can you help me? Mm-hmm. So ding, ding, ding. I figured out, wow, I can help them solve a problem that they have. Mm-hmm. So that got me into starting my first business. I actually started as an online health and fitness coach in the online space back in 2014. And while I was full-time in my chemical engineering job, um, I actually scaled my business and eventually scaled that one past six figures. And I just loved the business side so much. I almost went and got my MBA. I'm really happy I didn't because I'm literally living it right now. Yeah. Down the road. You learn it by doing it sometimes. (laughs) Most definitely. Um, I just love the business side so much. I actually transitioned to business coaching a little over two and a half years ago. My three-year mark is coming up pretty soon. And I just love it so much. I remember someone asking me, like, Melissa, what success, what what will success look like to you? And it's me waking up happy every day. Hmm. And I literally, I don't feel like I work. Hmm. It's so amazing. I could do it all, all day long. I have boundaries. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I love what I do so much. Oh, so, yeah, that's my story. And a quick few minutes. A crazy, yes. crazy ride. Well, I love that you started <laughs> as a chem- chemical engineer. That is so interesting to me. I mean, what an interesting place to start a journey. And that just goes to show you can be doing quite literally anything to begin yeah. going the direction that you need to go, you know? So, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. So, okay. So I'm curious. Um, you know, I have a lot of questions, but I would love if you can maybe <laughs> let's, there's a lot of things I want to talk about, but mm-hmm. let's talk about maybe some of the strategies that helped you shift your mindset and really create something that you both love and that pays the bills. Because I bring this up for a couple of reasons. The main one being, I think we live in this time where so many women are encouraged to pursue their passions. And I have been mm-hmm. as a multi-passionate person, I have felt the like, oh my gosh, I have to do everything kind of feeling like I'm passionate mm-hmm. about all of it. And so there's been a season in my journey that I felt like I was pulled in so many directions that I had no strategy or structure to really being like, wait a second, let me make sure I'm pairing this with also like my hard skills and things that are um, strategic. And so anyways, all of that said, I would yeah. love to hear some kind of maybe some mindset shifts you've had to make or strategies or steps you've had to take in terms of or in the process of really creating something you love and that pays the bills. Yeah, I love this question. You know, I've made a lot of shifts like in my business that even just starting my business was a huge shift for me. And Mm -hmm. for me, I really started when I made that first shift. I've actually started my business. My big mindset shift was where I am right now. Is this going to help me get to where I want to go? And for me, because I know so many people have such a hard time leaving their nine to fives because they feel so secure. For me, like I knew staying in my nine to five was not going to help me get closer to where I wanted to go. And so I'm always thinking and asking myself, is this is what I'm doing going to help me get more of what I want? And so I'm always asking, what is it that I want more of? And for me, it created a bigger impact. And as you mentioned, like having so many different passions can make it kind of hard to like niche down and figure out what it is you want to do. And for me, I first asked myself, okay, what's the biggest thing that I can help the most people with while still niching down? Because we're all going to have so many passions. But if we find one that can help you, of course, pay the bills and create an impact, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be able to create more space in your life to do some of those other things you're passionate about, but as more of a hobby instead of your full-time income Mm -hmm. as you get started. Down the road, yeah, create as many businesses as you want. But ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now going to help me get more of what I want? Because mm. that's the end goal for all of us. Mm. So ask yourself that question every single day when you wake up. It's <laughs> mm. a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer? Upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. (laughs) Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast generating texts in seconds thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com designed for work. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Um, Okay, so when becoming an entrepreneur, this is another thing I'd love to know. It can sometimes be all consuming where we really forget about like the other stuff in life. And Mm -hmm. we can be so focused on like, okay, I know what I want. I know where I want to go. And I actually recently was talking to a friend about this. So I'm curious what your take is on it. Because I think sometimes in the entrepreneurship world, um, we can really almost, I don't think it's intentional. I think it's how we perceive it. But sometimes there's this message um, that can seem to almost say, uh, 
Go after your dreams. Don't quit till you get to the top and and trample over anyone who gets in the way, right? Like, don't worry about anybody's (laughs) opinions. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm sorry, but like my spouse's opinion kind of matters. Or like people who are really close to me, not that, you know, I want to let fears or concerns hold me back, but I should care to a degree and I should focus on the things that I'm actually doing it for. Because I think we forget, I think sometimes when we have big dreams or ideas and we're really passionate about something, we forget that mm-hmm. the the business and the career that we're building is the vehicle to give us the life that we, that is purposeful and that blesses others. And that, you know, we're focused on what we actually, what really matters, right? Time, relationships, yeah. health. But I think sometimes those things can become sacrificed at the altar of the business or the success. And so I'd love to just know from you can you just speak into how you you know are able to pursue these things without constantly Mm -hmm. hustling until you burn out what does that look like tangibly for you yeah I'm so happy that you asked this question because this is a big thing just as you mentioned like so many entrepreneurs feel like they have to hustle until they make it Mm -hmm. hustle 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 you have to spend more time in the business than the person next to you if you're going to make it And I completely disagree. Mm -hmm. I do not believe that's true. I lived it my first few years. Unfortunately, I lost some friendships. I probably lost a few years of my life with lack (laughs) of sleep and all of the things. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I just, I want everyone to know, like, you don't have to hustle like crazy to create your business. Like, you can enjoy it as you go. And it's definitely taken me some time. But like, if you think about it, so many people hustle in their nine to fives and don't enjoy life until they retire. Mm -hmm. And same thing in your business. Like you started a business, you started entrepreneurship so that you could have some of this freedom. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it as you create it. And it wasn't an easy thing for me to kind of sink into and create for myself. But I'm, I work usually four hour days, 20 hour work weeks. And I absolutely love it because I'm able to create a balance. But in order to get to this place, I had to create boundaries Mm -hmm. and I've got some big boundaries and I can't wait to dive into some of them, but social media boundaries, boundaries with my clients, boundaries with my friends and my family, with my partner. Um, There's just so many things and I'm sure we're going to get into like how you, how do you know when burnout's coming and all of those things, but creating boundaries has been one of the biggest game changers Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to creating that work-life balance and Something that I truly believe is the more fun I have, the more money I make. Hmm. And as I'm making more money, I mean, of course, it's not all about the money. It's about creating that impact and helping more people. But the more fun I have, the more I can help other people. You've Mm got to fill your cup. Hmm. You have to fill your cup. You cannot work like a maniac on a mission seven days out of the week. Mm -hmm. You're going to miss out on so much. And I think we all know, especially in 2020, like we're learning life is short. Mm -hmm. Go and enjoy some of life. So having some boundaries. So do you want me to throw in some of my boundaries? Yeah, I I was going to say, maybe we can. Yeah, let's talk about some of the tangibles. Like what do those boundaries look like? What should we be setting? Would love to hear what those actually are. Yeah. So boundaries, I have big social media boundaries. And the reason I do is because we can get sucked into technology so easily. Mm-hmm. There have been so many nights where I'm sitting on the couch with my boyfriend and ding, 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 a little notification pops up. I go check it really quick. And then I go get sucked into Facebook and then my email and all of the things. And so 30 minutes later, our episode of America's Got Talent is over. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend's looking at me, giving me that look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but boundaries, social media turn off all your notifications. There's absolutely no reason that you need to be notified when you get a like, when you get a comment, when someone DMs you, turn all of that off. It is going to be a game changer with you. Mm. There's a lot of resistance around turning notifications off, but there's no need for it. Turn it Mm. off. 
you can go into social media and be intentional about when you're going in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend less than an hour a day on social media because I'm an intent. I'm very intentional about what I do when I go in there. Mm-hmm. So boundaries with clients. Again, notifications are big. So all of my client communication is through Voxer and Slack. All of those notifications are off. And my clients know this. I set that expectation with them. So they know I go into Voxer to check in with them throughout the day at certain times. So they know when they're going to hear from me. They're not just sitting there wondering that way. Because I'm the person where if I get a notification on my phone or my watch, I'm going to go in right away because yeah. I'm a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. And so <laughs> I feel like I've got to do that. And so I have to have these boundaries for me to create balance. Um, let's see. Boundaries with like my friends and family. They love this so much. But if they're not on my calendar, they're not going to hear from me. So they've got to gotta get things booked on the calendar because things on my, on my calendar are priority. And so if you're on my calendar, you're a priority for me. Um, so those are just some of the few boundaries. I really just separate as much as I can with my life and my pers- my business and my personal life. So everything to do with business stays on the laptop, stays on the iPad. Mm-hmm. And then my phone is personal stuff. Mm-hmm. And weekends, if you need to, if you see yourself getting sucked into like your Asana and Slack and all the things, when you want to have that off time, delete them from your phone. Don't yeah. allow yourself to be logged into that. Let your team handle that if you have a team um, and have have work hours, have some boundaries, have work hours, have it in your contract. Let your clients know when your work hours are. Your clients are going to be fine if you don't get back to them right away <laughs> mm-hmm. or if they have to wait a few hours to get back to them. So really just having boundaries and a big boundary. Another one that we have that I have is adding play into my day every single day, adding some kind of mm-hmm. fun, adding something for me. Um, so non-negotiable for me is my morning routine every day, but adding something else outside of that, whether it's movement, exercise, a walk in the sun, because we don't always get that here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, some kind of play every single day too, because you get to fill your cup. You yeah. get to fill your cup. Yeah. That's really great. No, that's so good. Um, I, one big thing that I have really tried to do, tell me if this is something that you do as well, but well, first thing is the mindset shift of, I think sometimes when we are personal brands, um, like when our business is very much also ourselves and we're leaders and mm-hmm. our name, our name is on, it's not like a nameless face or a faceless company like Coca-Cola or something. Um, right. I think there's that like belief that you have to constantly be on and what's in it especially in the in the virtual world of if you don't have like a brick and mortar but I'm like up until very recently businesses always had hours you know what I mean um (laughs) and if you worked a normal job you would have hours like I just think we don't apply that logic too much Mm -hmm. when we're trying to grow something but I don't know. I don't think we can grow very well without rest. My husband and I, one of the things we implemented last fall, and we've recently gotten away from it a little bit just because our life imploded this year, but um, something that we've done very consistently from the majority of the year and we'll get back into this fall was um, doing like a weekly day of rest or like a weekly Sabbath. And so we would pick mm-hmm. one day on the weekend to have a full 24 hours completely unplugged mm-hmm. and unavailable. Um And so that was just like, you know, we even got like one of those old house phones. He literally got us like cordless house phones. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, wow, we are 90. Um, But just in case there was like a family emergency or something, you know. um, Right. But that was that was something that really helped us establish like six days of the week were, you know, on and were available, not 24 seven, but we have our work hours. Mm -hmm. But just like pretty much 
any other company we're closed on a week or a weekend day, you know, and um, as our like our ability to be online and interacting. And so I think just when it can trickle into your personal life, when you use this, for example, a phone, I love what you said about the phone, um, about how that is dedicated to personal. I'm curious, do you have Mm -hmm. social media on your phone? Do you only use your iPad for that? I would love to hear what that looks like because I I have found sometimes with having a career that also requires social media and Slack and whatnot, that's also Mm -hmm. all on my phone. So how do you make that separation? Yeah, such a great question. So I do have it on my phone throughout the week just because I love to share like personal things on my my Instagram stories, right? Mm-hmm. Personal brand is part of you. I love like sharing my cat and all of the things. Um, so I do keep it on my phone throughout the week. And then usually on the weekends, I usually delete it. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I do keep it on again, everything's off. So I'm very intentional about when I go in. And so I don't sit there and scroll and it's taken me years to train myself to do that. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's on my phone over the weekend, it's only to post an Instagram story. Everything else is usually pre-scheduled or my team will post things for me. Mm-hmm. And so usually just delete it from my phone over the weekend. And it's absolutely amazing. And turning those notifications off on everything is going to be a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that too. I've definitely deleted social apps and email apps and all the things. And then it's always like mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday. Where I'm like, I should probably put these back on my phone. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Um, okay. So I'm curious, what has been a helpful tool for you in addition to setting boundaries to not feeling overwhelmed as you grow, as you've scaled, as you've started to build mm-hmm. teams, like all those steps and levels, I would call it, um, can have come with different challenges and different feelings of overwhelm. And so have you found any helpful tools outside of setting boundaries or even related related to setting boundaries that have helped you kind of minimize overwhelm? Yeah, definitely adding systems into my business. So using some kind of project management tool, I love Asana. I know there's like a big war out there with Asana and Trello and all the lovers. <laughs> if only Asana and Trello could have a baby together, that would be the perfect mix. So I've never used Asana. You... <laughs> we've always used Trello up until now, although we've really considered it. So I'm glad to hear you like it. That's good to know. Yeah, I love it. I do wish if they could like combine and work together, just make some kind of baby. It'd be amazing. But I love it. Having something more just you're organized, right? Because if you're not organized, you're going to be thinking about it 24-7. It's your business. It's your baby. Mm -hmm. Of course you're going to. But it's an open loop for you. Mm -hmm. So I know when I put a task down into my Asana or have it scheduled out on my calendar, even if it's two weeks from now, that helps me close the loop. And then Mm -hmm. I'm not up all night having nightmares about me like not being able to do this one task because that's how my brain works and so having some kind of system and starting to add some systems to help you batching my work has really helped me with just overwhelm and burnout so I like to record you know two or three podcast episodes in one sitting I do all of my private coaching calls and usually one or two days per month Mm -hmm. to give me flexibility Um, throughout the rest of the month, especially when we can get back into traveling a little more often than Mm -hmm. we can now. Um, And really just separating my days. So I have three like big distinct things that I do. I have CEO days, 
where this is all like behind the scenes, like working in the business stuff. I've got coaching days and I also have content days Mm -hmm. because we're so big on adding value every single day to our audience and really putting content out there that we have specific days just for creating content and being creative. So that's really helped me as well because we know how it can be if you sit down, you start writing a caption for the day, then you stop and you've got to go and hop on a coaching call Mm -hmm. and you got to get back into content and just your day flows so much better and smoother when you have that flow but definitely adding systems some type of communication tool with your team if you have a team and really adding team members has been such a big help I probably would not be able to have 20-hour work weeks if I didn't have a team Mm -hmm. there's no way Mm -hmm. I would be doing everything Mm -hmm. Um, and starting to hire as early as you can I usually recommend once you're at about the 3k month level in your business which is Mm -hmm. pretty early on Mm -hmm. is usually when you can start to hire if not sooner I was going to say, why is that your benchmark? I'm curious. Like, what's the the thought process behind that? Yeah, it's usually because people want to at least have a little bit of income coming in before they can start Mm -hmm. to hire. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to see some... Uh, yes, we've got some clients come in. We've got some income. There's going to be some expenses, not many. You don't need, there's not tons of overhead when you first start an online mm-hmm. service-based business. Um, but usually that's when you're a little consistent with your business, mm-hmm. right? So you don't want to, but I definitely wouldn't recommend going crazy and hiring 10 team members once you're at the 3K month level. Mm-hmm. You can just hire like your first VA for a few hours a week mm-hmm. just to help with a little bit of the load of the things that you just hate doing in your business because mm-hmm. we all have those things. Yeah. Um, so again, not cookie cutter, nothing in business is ever cookie cutter, but usually it's kind of a benchmark where that you know 3K level, 5K level is definitely a great time to start to think about, okay, how can I start to outsource and get some help? Because mm-hmm. for us to serve more people, we get to do it with more more help and we don't get to do it alone for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's so good. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, I would love to know if you have a story um, of a time where you realized that work was becoming too much of an item in your life, so much so that everything else, including your identity and just like your sense of purpose was suffering and if so what did that look like because I I've found myself in that place and I'm curious if you have mm-hmm. too and how did you get out of that because I have a feeling we have some listeners who may be like this all sounds great but right now I'm drowning <laughs> you know and I'm just so <laughs> stuck and I it's kind of become way too much in my life and I yeah. I've kind of lost myself in it and so how do I get out of that yeah, I, I've i had two really big, distinct, like, burnout moments where business has just taken over my life, and I didn't believe that I was more than my business. Like, mm. business is everything. The first one was when I was really early in my business journey, like, really early, like, less than six months in, where I was just – I had no boundaries anywhere in my life or my business. I was undercharging, like, crazy, like, $50 a month for private coaching, which is <laughs> – insane Mm -mm. um but like i had so much just comparisonitis with well they're they're charging this much there's no way i can charge like there's a a huge worthiness factor there of course but what i started to feel was i started to not enjoy what i was doing because i was overworking i wasn't waking up very excited i was exhausted and i started to question whether i even wanted to be coaching Mm -hmm. because of that 
So that was definitely one big story for me. And what helped me transition was starting to listen to some podcasts and learn that, oh, you can charge more, you can do more, you can have boundaries, Mm -hmm. you can do this. And then the second big story was, I want to say early 2018. This is right about right before I made my first hire in my business. But when an outside perspective came in and told me, like, you're working too much. And it was my boyfriend at the time. And I could I could feel just the strain it was taking on a relationship. I could see that my friendships were kind of falling apart. I hadn't talked to my friends in a little bit. I hadn't talked to my family in a week or two, which is very abnormal. So those were some things. My body could start to feel it. I wasn't sleeping well. I couldn't focus very well. Um, But usually just that outside feedback was the big thing that like opened my eyes for me. Hmm. And so now those, that's why I've got those boundaries now, the work hours, the playtime every day, um, weekly dates with my boyfriend, Mm -hmm. uh, morning routine, going on bike rides on the weekends now, just all of these things and those boundaries with clients. Mm -hmm. So all of that came after the big burnout and that big, big time. But um, since then, I haven't had a big burnout moment. If I do, I usually know I can, I can usually feel it. Mm -hmm. So if you are in that big burnout, you're so overwhelmed, listen to your body a little bit, see how you're feeling. Is it a knot in your stomach that you have? Are you just exhausted? Mm -hmm. Can you not focus? Are you drinking 10 cups of coffee a day? Um, What is, what is kind of your pattern? What are the things that you see what, what you're doing and start to notice those things? Um, That way you're more aware of it because you're going to become more aware the more it happens and you're going to be able to shift a little bit quicker. Yeah. And get out of, get out of that. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's interesting because I think when you with what you were saying, I really have found that when I get into a burnout state, it's because, well, it's, it's like you almost have to be okay with doing less in order to be able to do more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you can be doing Definitely. a million things that are working and that are on paper successful, like your balance mm-hmm. sheet or your popularity or whatever you want to call it, like all these measures of air quote success that we have. I think yeah. those can look awesome. And we're like, oh, this is great. I should just keep going and going and going. And I have really learned over the last, I would say, two years that one of the greatest things that I can do for the overall health of A, my soul, first and foremost, and B, the soul Mm -hmm. of my business, um, is ultimately to be okay with identifying things where that are working but maybe not lasting or things Mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I, I mean being willing to do less so that eventually you can be, you can do more. And I think that's a permission that we have to be willing to give ourselves if we really Mm -hmm. want to be able to make the impact that we're supposed to have and actually be able to thrive in our, in our careers. Right. So, yeah, but that's, I think the hardest thing to hear because we're like, but I finally got this thing going or I finally got it, you know, (laughs) moving in a direction, but I'm just like at a point where I need to be able to let go a little bit. And sometimes that means taking a little bit of a step back. And it's crazy how sometimes doing that can almost be more like, like I think we think that means like moving backwards and we're going to stay backwards. But I actually think it can be more like a slingshot. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but kind of lo- yeah. allowing yourself to step back a little bit can actually really propel you forward at a pace and in a direction that you really need to go and that you can, that you have the capacity to handle. Yeah, what I see a lot is entrepreneurs, they see like this new system or this new thing that's going to help them so much in their business. And they they sit down like 12 hours straight and implement this thing. But then they go right into burnout. So I, I'm right there with you. I truly believe 
taking small steps and slowing down is mm-hmm. going to really help you speed up in the long run, mm-hmm. right? This is a long game. This is you always doing little things every day to move the needle forward, not 10 million big things throughout the week. Yeah. So slowing down 100% is such a big thing as well. And it's hard because mm-hmm. we, we've been taught from the early stages of entrepreneurship, they've got to hustle. Mm-hmm. You've got to hustle to make it. And that just, that isn't the case. You mm-hmm. obviously don't need to. Yeah. So yeah, I'm right true. there with you. Slow down, slow down a little bit. Yeah. Slow down. Slow, <laughs> slow your roll. I used, you know, what's funny. I always used to say, I figured this out like six months ago. I went out, you know how they say slow your roll? Well, I thought it was uh-huh. slow your rope, like a rope. And my husband's like, Jay, it's not slow your rope. And I'm like, yes, it is. He goes, how do you slow a rope? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so for anyone else who is confused about that but um anyways okay last question I have we'll just kind of wrap it up with this is we I want to shift topics just a little bit because you talked about having boundaries around social media but I also know you and I both believe in the importance of social media and how it can be mm-hmm. such a great tool for organically building a community uh you know yeah. one of the biggest mm-hmm. keys especially when starting a business but at any point is to have eyeballs on your stuff and to have traffic mm-hmm. drive dri- driven to your product or your service um yeah. and we can do that with paid ads and we can do that with SEO and these other tools which are great to use but when we're just getting started those are a little bit those can feel a little bit um out of reach and what's really mm-hmm. neat about social media is building a community so i'm just curious I know that it's important to have the boundaries around it, but simultaneously, Mm -hmm. let's just briefly touch on why this is such a catalyst for getting a business going and why Mm -hmm. it can help it grow. Would you speak into that a bit? Yeah. You know, I knew that in order to create a bigger impact, more transformation in the world, I needed to reach more people. And social media is the key for that in this age. In my fitness days, I saw my account was growing, you know, 2014, 2015, 2016, by simply just providing tips and adding Mm -hmm. value. And I knew I could continue to add value to people's lives by doing, by doing this. And naturally that helped my account grow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now we definitely have added specific content marketing strategy in the business to, to continue growth. And at the end of the day, we get to add value. We get to create community and Create that like no trust factor with your audience. Mm-hmm. If you want to move your business forward, you've got to, you know, be able to show some vulnerability in who you are, especially if you are the brand of your business, if you're the face of your business, which most of us um, are, if we're some type of service-based business or coach. Now we get to add value. And as we're adding value, we're going to create that like no trust factor. And the more value you add, naturally the success will come your way. Mm -hmm. I truly believe this. The more value you add in other people's lives, success is going to just be running your way. I see it in my clients. I see it in me. So I highly, highly recommend really pour into social media. Of course, don't spend 10, 12 hours a day in it, Mm -hmm. but find ways that you can add value, whether it's mini Instagram story trainings, hopping on a live here and there, add value to your audience because you're here to help people. Mm -hmm. And social media is definitely a great way to do it for free. You don't Mm -hmm. need paid ads, at least not in the beginning. You really don't need to at all if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, But you get to reach more people and social media is a very easy way to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would 100% agree. I think about my own story. I started a small little Etsy store back in the day. And the only reason I'm doing what I'm doing now and was able to scale that the way that I was, 
was mm-hmm. because I figured out, oh my gosh, there's this Facebook thing over here. And I learned that if you can create really <laughs> teachable and shareable content, you can get in front of a ton of new eyeballs because people share it with their friends. And then it kind yeah. of has this like viral effect. And um, then I took to Instagram and I started using these yeah. tools to create content, not just go, I have this new mug available. I have this new canvas available, but actually mm-hmm. tell stories and provide value and ideas and, and lessons and things that my ideal type of client would be looking for and resonate with. And that yeah. it was a huge catalyst. I mean, that's what opened the door to start speaking and to get a book deal and to do these other things that I never mm-hmm. would have had the opportunity to do had I not learned how to grow a community using these tools. And that's why I love to teach women how to do that. So I'm glad that you spoke into that. It's it's an incredible tool and an incredible catalyst, but also mm-hmm. something that is important to put boundaries around because we can get really caught up in it. So I think having a very... yeah balanced approach and look at the full story is really key. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Well, Melissa, where can everyone, if they want to learn more from you, where can everyone find you and um, just check out what it is that you're up to and learn from you? Yeah, I'm all over Instagram. Come find me, come creep. I don't bite. Um, My handle is at the Melissa Lynn. I'm sure it'll be the show notes as well. And then my website, themelissalynn.com has got everything that you could ever want Facebook group, all of that stuff is all there for you to find. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for helping us think through how we can set better boundaries and really do what it is that we set out to do whenever we're starting businesses, Mm -hmm. whether someone's at the very beginning and looking ahead and feeling totally overwhelmed or well into their journey and feeling overwhelmed by all that's on their plate. So really appreciate it. It has blessed our lives. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Jordan. Had so much fun. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less.